Welcome back to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Today we talk about human connection with our friend, artist and happiness coach, Tease Mallon. Listen in and learn about an amazing tool Tease created called Connection Cards. They're designed to help people connect by giving them the words to understand and express themselves more clearly. There's a lot of good stuff packed into this episode. I'm going to listen to it again just to remind myself of the lessons Tease brought to our little podcast. Check it out. Okay, you've got some themes, Tease, that run through your work. Um, I'm just observing two things right now. Your um, your connection cards, mm-hmm. uh, which I love, which I bought five, and I've given them all away. I need more, actually. Uh, the concept of connection and the concept of feelings. Mm-hmm. Because within your connection cards, one of the beautiful pieces of brilliance, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, the Elar Institute and really T uh, spent a long time really researching um, ways to get, I, I've used it in couple sense, uh, where you you try to figure out what's at the root of the discomfort that you feel in a conversation, in a relationship. And these cards allow you to articulate in ways that you wouldn't necessarily otherwise be able to articulate how you're feeling, what, what you weren't getting that you needed out of a situation, uh, and how it made you feel in the process. And being able to lay it out in front of you, if you're, if you're willing to explore to that extent, it's super illuminating. It's very humbling, actually, too, because uh, in the instances where I've pulled those cards out, I wasn't sure what cards were going to show up on the table until I saw it and said, oh, yeah, okay, that's what I'm feeling, or, or that's what I'm missing. And, uh, and so I, I really found the basic concept brilliant. But this is, this is a thing. Connectivity and feelings can't be, inter- can't be unentwined necessarily, can they? Mm-mm. No. Well, feelings are our connection really to ourselves. And then it's only when we're in connection to ourselves really that we can truly connect with others. Can we be of service with uh, like for others? Sure. Without being in touch with our feelings? Absolutely. But connection really has to start with us first and foremost. So uh, the thing that I've been saying for a long time is, you know, my, my goal, what I strive is to help people fall in love with themselves. Mm-hmm. Because I know that from that, it's, it's a domino effect. Yeah. Once somebody really has an appreciation of themselves and can honor what's going on within them, you just can't do that and not honor those around you. And you also teach the rest of the world how to treat you. When yeah. you treat yourself with love and respect... You're showing the rest of the world, this is how I wish to be treated. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like it's setting the example. The same with when you make a mistake. I know so many people who beat themselves up when they make a mistake. And my belief is they're showing the rest of the world, this is how you're supposed to treat me when I make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, supposed to, by the way, is the same as should. Yeah, same yeah, dang yeah. thing. Right? <laughs> and I, I, I'm actually embarrassed that I used that word because I teach the, the expunging of that word when I'm out there talking to groups. And the reality is human. Right, it's ingrained. Know, it's ingrained it's, in us from birth. It, it, it is. And it's, it's about expectations. And this is the thing. Wrapping your expectations, good, bad, or otherwise, around a situation very often is going to lead to disappointment because mm. you push so hard. And the thing is, it's one thing to have expectations. It's another thing to have flexpectations, right? Where you expect <laughs> something, but you're flexible about it. You're like, all right, I kind of would like for this to happen, but if this doesn't happen, I won't be crushed. Uh, too often we're like, if this happens, I'm going to be miserable. Or yeah. if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be miserable. It's like setting up, you know, what, what's going to happen. Yeah, it's a crisis of imagination is what it is. Ooh. Because people are getting attached or affixed to a particular strategy to get their needs met. So it's like, term. you know, like say, for example, with a relationship, right? Like, oh, there's this person that I really like. Oh, like I really need them. And, and I need them 
to meet my needs for connection, for companionship, for love, for intimacy, for understanding. And I say, you, it's you, it's you that I want to meet this need of mine. But what that is, is now I'm, I'm putting that on you. And if, if you're not wanting, if you're not a willing participant, well, then that leaves me with no other strategy. So it's so important for me to be willing to say, hey, this is my preference. Hey, do you want to play? Are you open to this? And then if you're not, then the ability to look elsewhere, to not get affixed to a strategy. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. I like a crisis of imagination. That's such as, a great term. Well, I like it as an Epcot ride instead of journey into imagination. Because I feel like that would help people more. And figment would be very, very beneficial. If that. you had pain, if you had thoughts, if you had wings. Yeah, I love it. That's really, that's really a cool term, though, because it, 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 it puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. It's, yes, it's a crisis. Yes. Of your imagination. Yes. Which makes you go, okay, how about Wait a minute. Wake up, Bob. Wake up. You're okay. Yeah. A DM. And you, you were the lion. It's like, <laughs> that was a crisis of imagination, right? Mm-hmm. It was all a dream that turned out you could just wake up from. The question becomes for me, how do you wake somebody up from a crisis of imagination? How do you make them aware that the crisis is really mostly in their imagination as opposed to surrounding them in their lives. So in a way, is this part of the curriculum? (laughs) We're in it right now. We're going to watch that change. Yeah. Well, I think it, it has to start by planting a little seed saying, Hey, what if that the beautiful two words, what if something else were possible? Would you want to consider that? And some people are like, Nope, totally close hey, that's okay. Like you're free to do life however you want. But really, usually it comes back to a pain point. Are you suffering? Are you done suffering? No? Okay. Go, you know, keep, keep at it. Are you done suffering now? How about now? Now? Okay. Let's, let's explore together, right? Because it's going to be an individual thing again. So I will help you to explore to make it a little more comfortable, a little easier, a little smoother. So you don't have to like scrape your knees so much in that exploration. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. How could you not want someone in your life like Tease to help you out? I'm looking at the set of connection cards laid out in front of me right now and figuring out how I can incorporate them in my relationships with my kids, my loved ones, my friends, my enemies, people I meet on the street, strangers in other countries, and many more. If you'd like to learn more about getting your own set of connection cards, visit howofhappy.com and reach out to Tease. Thanks.